A hundred years ago, the dark wizard Hollowell raised an army and tried to conquer the world. He was stopped by an unlikely hero, Sheriff Asip Stormwood. As Hollowell died, he prophesied that he would be reborn twice more and rise again. Stormwood looked him in the eye and said if Hollowell did, his descendants would strike him down. Sheriff Asip Stormwood went on to form Stormwood and Associates to make sure they'd be ready for Hollowell's returns. A private detective, security, and federally licensed magic users agency. 25 years ago, Hollowell returned for the first time, and a Stormwood made good on Asip's promise. But the third coming of Hollowell may not be so far in the future. But the young Raz Stormwood just might know it's coming, and she plans to be ready. Previously on Stormwood and Associates. Well, NK is still, you know, in danger. The team's still trying to get to her, and they're still re-infiltrating the Greyhaven estate. It's just that they've had to now kill a whole bunch of guards. Royce is running around this house somewhere, and, you know, he's the guy indirectly responsible for the death of Bill's brother, Pat. So, Bill's really not all that psyched about this. Uh, and right now they're in the middle of the house in an empty ballroom trying to make their way through and, uh, again, save NK. It's, it's a whole thing. We're standing in an empty ballroom. Is everyone now in the ballroom? Everyone following? Yes. All right. Bill, roll me a d10. Great. Ten. There's a large section of the middle of the room that you don't think anyone should go. All right, everybody. I know this hasn't exactly been my best day, but I'm going to need you to trust me when I say don't even go near the middle of the room. What do you think is there? Nothing good. Like, if we go anywhere near it, it, it will be bad. It will be bad for everyone involved and probably people who aren't involved. I'm serious. It, 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 is, it is bad. All right, so... You're in this room. The The area that's bad is actually, like, a large, like, I would say, like, a large circle in the center. You can make it to the the doors to the um, the entrance hall that you originally came in when you first arrived at the party, and you could make it to the, the French doors to the Grand Terrace, but, like, you don't know if you would be able to make it. There are doors on the far side of the room that you don't know if you'd be able to make it through if you ran directly to it, like ran directly across the room. Well, okay. So you know you could make it to... So, Bill, you know you could make it to the entrance hall um, or you could make it to the French doors, but you definitely would not want to try to run to the two doors that are on the far side of the room. Yeah, I would not try to get to the far side of the room. I feel like that will fail miserably. Like, yeah. 
I go through through to the entrance hall. If there's a problem, they can solve it. If you need to find someone, they can do it. Stormwood and Associates is a detective, security, and federally licensed magic users agency. If you need help, they'll be there. But don't get in their way. Or else, you'll get caught in the eye of the storm. You're going to the entrance hall. Is anybody following? I will follow. All right. You're in the entrance hall. It is surprisingly empty. Anyone else creeped out by this? I'm more confused by anything. So... The entrance hall, um, as you remember from before, there is it's a, it's a large entry area. There is the front doors. There are, um, are a couple of doors off to the, the one side of the room. And then there's a big staircase, big open staircase that kind of wraps around the whole, like, that, that like, kind of just wraps around one side of the room. Hmm. And there's a door under the staircase. Hmm. I feel like we're not getting anywhere. Yeah, that's... I'm getting confused and frustrated because, like, we're missing a lot of people that were here at this gala. Like, we're supposed to find NK and save her. I have no freaking clue where she might be, where she could be. Uh, it's a big it's house. A big house. It's a big house. We're only on, and there's two floors. At least. Right. Yeah. We go through this whole entire house room by room. I also want to be clear, I'm making rolls here while you guys are doing this search, so it's not that, it's just that, like, so there was a chance there was something in this room, it's just there wasn't. Gotcha. So, it's... The, the, the rolls also are getting harder every time, so the odds keep going up. <laughs> Great. Alright. Also, there are things that have happened that you don't know about. I'll go up those stairs. Alright, you're gonna go up the stairs. Yes. Great. Alright, so you reach the top of the stairs. 
So you reach the top of the stairs, and you are in a there's a hall. You're in a hallway. Um, that the the so at the top of the stairs, the hallway is not super wide for the the main stairs, and you can see there's kind of a railing that you can look back down to the stair hallway. Um. Oh, so there is a you have a hide roll. Um. There is a you there is someone standing at the end of, like so. This hallway goes to like kind of the the T hallway, and you you're pretty sure it's the long hallway that the other set of stairs also took you to earlier tonight. Um, but you can see kind of at the edge of the hallway, there's like a back of like a guard, like there's someone right there. He just hasn't seen you yet. Mara, right. Mara comes up behind you, and they, she also has not been noticed. She slides against the wall to kind of avoid being spotted. I'd like to wing him in the back of the head with a ball. <laughs> All right, and uh, Raz and Bill, are you also coming upstairs? Very quietly. Roll me a d10, Bill. Oh, good. Five. Okay. Whereas, are you also coming upstairs? Yeah. Roll me a d10. Six. Okay. So we're going to start with Babbitt here because we're in initiative order again, but we're going to jump straight to Babbitt to be nice. So you you want to take your um the the um, the billiard ball. Yes. Clock him in the back of the head just as a regular attack. Yes. Alright, so roll me one D ten plus your melee plus your level. Okay, better fair hand than you are. Yes. Why are you sick of my <laughs> because I'm sick of everything I do being parkour off a wall. And... <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Um, uh, it's an eight. Yeah, you hit him. Yeah. Roll some damage for me. Five. All right. Um... <laughs> oh wait, you only a five? Uh, yeah. Okay, he takes a damage. So, all right. So this is a great moment. Um, oh boy. Let's see here. So you, Babbitt, leaps out. Everyone else is at the top of the stairs. He dramatically goes to clock this guy in the back of the head, and he connects. But he just sort of knocks the guy forward. And the guy was talking to three other guys in suits. Oh, boy. Who were standing right there. And they all pull out their guns. We are at Mara in the initiative order. And, well, assuming she hears the guns getting cocked dramatically. Can't make that noise well with my mouth. And I'm not going to find a sound effect for it. Don't care. Just pretend, guys, that there's a dramatic gun 
shocking sound that really isn't necessary with current pistols anyways, but would feel really good in a dramatic moment there. Mara is going to just sort of run out and smack the guy with her bat. So let's roll her attack. She hits. And uh, his head is just, he no longer has a head. Oh my god! Babbitt again gets covered in blood. <laughs> All right, so we're at Raz. Who's left? There are three more guards left, although I don't know if you can see them. You know that there's more than one person around this corner. There are three untouched guards. I guess I'll just move out from the corner and shoot one. Alright. That's fine. Roll me your attack. 1d10 plus your guns plus your level plus one. Eleven. You hit. So roll me your damage. So just 1d10 plus your guns plus one. Eleven. And uh, you hit him and he's dead. Cool. So, he was just like the guy in the middle, and so these two remaining guys who have now watched one of their friends, two of their friends graphically die. Um, well, first one is going to take a shot at Raz. Raz, what's your sweetness plus level? Six. All right. That's going to hit, but I don't think. What's your uh, fitness plus level? He does no damage. You just soak it. The guy after him, um, he's going to shoot, and I'm going to roll to figure out which one of the three he can see he's going to target. He's going to target Babbitt. And so he's going to... Um, attack roll gonna be. What's your uh, sweetness plus level? Uh, dodge is seven. Your dodge is seven. He hits you barely. His attack roll was an eight. What's you your, bastard! What's your fitness plus level? Five. Take one damage. Ow. You can just like hit that you in hurt. the shoulder. <laughs> yeah. We are, Bill, we're at you. All right. Doop doop. Um. Ooh. I'm actually going to call forth a familiar. You summon a fodder creature? Yep. Summon a fodder creature. Okie doke. What are you summoning? Um. I am summoning my hodag. Spectral <laughs> Hodag appears. Oh, 
Good. Good. All right. Um, so the Hodag's up. Hodag, attack the nearest uh, the nearest guard. All right. So your Hodag has um, their uh, bare hands is one, and their level is one. So roll me a one d ten and add two. Zap, zap. Oh man, six. You hit him. So now the Hodag got to roll the Hodag damage. So it's a one d ten plus one. Five. All right, he takes a damage. All right, Mara is up. And she's just going to saunter over, like, literally, like, because she's also getting covered in blood from this stuff. Just kind of lifts her head up, shoulders down, like slumps with the bat almost dragging it and then picks it up and just swings to smack it into the head of the the injured guy. And she's going to hit him. And that is a... Um... And he's just no longer has a head. Alright, that brings us to Raz. Rudy tooty point and shooty at what's left. Alright, so roll me your attack. 1d10 plus your guns plus your level plus one. Eleven. That hits. Only damage. One to ten plus your gun plus one. Ten. You shoot him and he is dead. Yay. As you as he you you shoot the guy and he, you know, drops to the ground. At the end of the hallway. So at the, the long end of the hallway, you guys are facing down the hallway the long way. You know, behind you is the set of air, the area of the, the house that you checked out earlier where you found the vault. But on the opposite end of this long hallway, you see a door open. And Royce walks out. He's wearing, he's still dressed in, you know, nice, you know, tuxedo pants from earlier tonight. But he's wearing a... A tuxedo shirt, kind of rumpled, no tie, sleeves are rolled up, and you can see that on his arms there's a number of runic markings already there, inscribed and glowing, and he's just looking pissed. And we are at Bill. Oh boy. Hey dude! How do you feel about holding still for a little bit? Gonna try and immobilize. Gonna try and immobilize? Yep. All right. On Royce. Yep. Well, one would assume that he's the only living thing that you're dealing with right now. Yeah, but I want him to know. <laughs> I want him to know. So only 1d10 plus your level. Six. 
he is immobilized. He freezes. Right. Hold up. Holding up there, buddy. We just want to get some info. That's all. All right. Babbitt, where are you? Where are you guys holding the prisoners? Right. Okay. Wasn't a polite response. I jump up and punch him in the face. <laughs> All right. So roll me your attack. One d ten plus your uh, <laughs> plus your melee plus your level. Uh, five. So I know he's technically immobilized, but the, his dodge is higher than that. So you just okay. sort of miss. Freaking magic. Mara is, well, okay, so I actually have to make an in-character call because there's a ton of available blood right now that is losing into the carpet. Is she going to actually do the right thing or is she going to do the selfish thing? I'm going to roll this die to decide what her choice is. Mara's going to do the selfish thing and start filling up a thermos with blood. Roy... I Fine. <laughs> Fine. He's immobilized. What, what was your immobilized oh score? What was your immobilized score that I have to beat before? I did six. six. Royce is standing there struggling, and you see, like, kind of the runes on his, the tattooed runes on his arms glow, and he just breaks free and steps forward. Well, that's never happened before. Raz, we're on you. He had to use his whole turn to do that. Again, you can't come up with anything creative. He shoots things. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. So give me one d ten plus your gun plus your level plus. Fifteen. That hits him. So roll me your damage. So it's one d ten plus your gun plus one. Six. Six. Okay. He soaks it. Figures. All right, Phil, we're back to you. All righty. Uh, Hodag attack. All right. Oh, yeah. The... yeah. Did we have your Hodag go last round? It did not. So we're going to let your Hodag go twice here. Okay. So, all right, your Hodag's going to attack. Well, first off, you get to go. Well, we'll let the Hodag go, then you go, then the Hodag again, okay? Because I skipped him last round. So. Fair. All right, so the Hodag's going to attack. So it's uh, so we're only 1d10 plus 2. All right, 7. 7, and that 
the Hodag misses on his first on his attack. Um, so Bill, you're up for your own stuff. All right, I think I should. Okay, because I did try. Uh, so okay, so my spells are sweet moves, right? Or yeah, yeah. So you started out the session with five. Five. So yeah. I immobilized. I burnt the guy. Hodagged. Oh yeah. So you you immobilized. You burnt the guy. You hodagged. You immobilized. You have one spell left. All right. Jeez. Let's make this count. All right. Psychic flamethrower. All right. Psychic flamethrower. So that's your uh, effective. Uh, so guns plus your level. Uh -huh. okay. Four. So you launch a psychic flamethrower attack. It hits him. He's like pushing back somewhat, like, but he takes and he takes four damage. Ah! Never seen that one happen either. Okay. I mean, you've hit things that haven't died from psychic flamethrower before. I mean, yeah, but I mean, he pushed back against it. That's new. <laughs> Alright, so we're going to let your Hodag go again. Because it's your Hodag's actual turn. So, is the Hodag going to attack again? Yes, another bite. Alright, so 1d10 plus... Um, so 1d10 plus 2. Alright. Doot doot. 7. Um, 7 does not hit. That's... Sorry. Alright, so we're at Babbitt. Babbitt, you just jumped out of the way of Bill's psychic flamethrower. Yep. <laughs> uh, Babbitt's gonna start looking around. Okay, so you are in... It's a hallway. Um, there, it's, it's kind of it's carpeted. Um, there is artwork on the walls. There's uh, there are doors that go various places. You don't know where they go. Um, other than that, like there, the the lamps are like the lighting is like like attached like sconces attached to the wall. So it's it's pretty pretty empty. Like there's there might be a couple of small tables every once in a while. Yeah. Okay. Um. I'm, stuff for a sweet move let me know and I can tell you whether or not it's there right I'm just for now I'm gonna gonna go around go 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 down the hall because I can I figure these guys can take can take Royce <laughs> you're gonna so okay I wanna you're in a long I, hallway you've run down to the end where Royce is yeah and so where are you going you're going back to for now back to where I know where where I know where stuff is. So Oh so just you're just gonna run down the hallway, you're gonna say so you're gonna run past everybody and go just Yes, I they I figured they can take him because and and I, I wanna I wanna try to save people. <laughs> okay. Alright, so you so so Babbitt just books past all of you. The opposite direction. Mara is going to get up, and is she going to be responsible? Yes. She's going to be a team player. He's no longer immobilized also, so, like, 
it's more urgent. Mara is going to... What she's going to do is she's going to run down the hallway and... Um... Alright. Mara is going to grab a silver tray off of a small table along one of the walls. She's going to run down the hallway, toss the tray in front of her, leap onto it, sliding on her knees down the hall, and smack Royce in the balls with her back. <laughs> yes. Does that work? Bill, I didn't hear your vote. Yes, I'm in favor. All right, so that's a melee attack. I'm looking at the wrong character sheet because I'm looking at Royce's character sheet. There's Mara's character sheet. There we go. So that's that's a melee. So that does five damage. Just obviously not hit by the nail, um, but just bam right in the unpleasant. All right, Royce on his turn. Check the rules on this before I do it. All right. So Royce is going to, as a wardsmith, um, in combat, he's got to do two sweet moves points to do any of this stuff. He is going to activate one of the runes on his arm. Don't know what he's doing. Okay, this is bad. Is there anything that I can do to, like, understand it magically? No, you have no idea what to do. What the hell? And I can't do a defense spell. Uh... Yeah, because you're out of spells. Yeah. Like, in theory, you, you can dispel the midway through a wardsmith doing this sort of thing but you don't have that you don't have any spells left you just have a gun everybody else I shoot well it's not your turn yet it's Razzle alright I know <laughs> what I'm doing <laughs> that was Royce's turn we're at Raz I shoot. <laughs> All right, you're going to take a shot at him. All right, roll me a 1d10 plus your guns plus level plus one. Well, I was going to say I'd like to shoot uh, my grapple gun. Oh, sorry. See if I can hook it around his angle and um, retract it so that it whips him to the floor and kind of crack his head on the floor. All right, you're doing that as a sweet move? Sure. All right. So does everybody agree that that would work? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I agree. So that's going to do, what's your uh, guns plus level? Four. Ooh, okay. All right, he's going to take some damage there. Bill, we're back to you. Okay, this time I'm shooting a gun. All right, so roll me 1d10 plus your guns plus your level. Range for your character. Alrighty. 
All right. So. Oh, wow. Uh, 14. All right, that hits. But roll me your, uh, so let's roll the damage. So 1d10 plus your range. You got it. Range, formerly sweetness, right? No, range being gun. Okay, 10. 10. All right, and then he gets to soak part of that. Swiftness is the new one. Sorry about that. All right. Babbitt, you've been running away. I have. Are you still running away? I'm running toward uh, rooms where stuff, where I, where I know where things are. I would probably want to first go to that weird room where, like, the... Uh, the rock was. All right. So you're going to run. So you so there's a doorway to that part of the hallway. So you're running. You run down the hallway and you you're you, you're at that door now. Okay. All right. Um, oh yeah, Bill, we didn't have your hodag yet. Yeah. Try again, hodag. Bite him. So 1d10 plus 2. 5. That does not hit. This has been bad for hodag. This guy's way more powerful than the fodder guys. Um all right, so Mara's also going to get up and start running away because she saw Babbitt running away. Which brings us to Royce in the initiative order. Royce is going to take his hand and slam it down. He's going to slam it against this. He's going to slam it against the carpet. And what's going to happen is the carpet is going to turn red and explode into shards of glass. And everyone's going to take some damage. Because ah! he's using destructive wave. And that's going to do um, a melee sweet move damage to everybody. So his melee, everyone is going to take, um, everyone's going to take three damage. So the carpet explodes in shards of red glass and everyone is hit. As this happens... Three more guys are going to uh, run out of the door behind him. Three security guys have now run out into the hallway behind him. And have trained their guns on you. Raz, you're up. Royce did cast his rune from the ground because you knocked him to the ground with your um, yep. sweet move earlier. So you do have a clear shot at all three of these fodder guys. And if I was real good with um, whipping my grappling gun around, I could possibly whip the cord around all three of the fodder's guys' necks 
have the grapple hook up its own cord and pull them, knocking all their heads together. You want to do that as a sweet move? Sure. Let's try it. Yeah. I mean, so you shoot the grapple hook at, like, you have it ping off, or bounce off a couple of walls. You know, mm -hmm. because there just happens to be the right molding in the right spots and have it go around their heads and hook onto the wire. That's what you're saying. You pull it to knock their heads. Yep, yep. All right. Yep. So does everybody agree that that works? I like it. I like it. I like it, too. So that's going to be your guns plus level plus, because all three of those guys are fodder, 1d10. Five. What'd you roll? A one. Okay, well, the good news is you kill one of them, and you injure yeah. a second one. So. Well, and if I wanted to, I could keep holding that grapple around their necks. That's true. You haven't. And really try seen. to just. Yeah. yeah. Try to choke them on my next term. That's true. Well, one of them, one of these guys, is going to take a shot at you, Raz. Okay. Because he did not like that. What's your um? What's your sweetness plus level? Six. Six. Well, he's going to hit you. Okay. What's your uh, fitness plus level? Six. You are going to soak the damage. The second guy, the guy who's not hurt, is also going to take a shot at you. And he's going to hit you. <laughs> There's no way you beat that hole. There's no way you beat your dodge beats that hole. What's your fitness plus level? Six. Six. All right. So you are going to take after your soak. Yep. After your soak, you're going to take. Um, you're going to take three damage. Okay. So you've taken a total of six points of damage right now. All right, Correct. Bill. We're back at you. There are Royce is on the ground and looking angry. Um, and then there are two alive security guards kind of being held together by uh, your boss's grappling hook rope. All right. I'm going to take another shot at Royce. All right. So roll me 1d10 plus your guns plus your level. Beep boop. Nine. So that hits them. Roll me your damage. 1d10 plus your uh, range slash gun skills. Stat. Yeah. Eight. He's going to take one of that. And. All right. Is your Hodak going to go? Yes. Who's your Hodak going to attack? Is he going to attack Royce? Is he going to attack one of the fodder guys? One of the fodder guys. All right. Do you want to attack the healthy one or the hurt one? Healthy one. All right. 
So roll me his attack. So 1d10 plus 2. 11. He hits him. So roll me the yeah. damage. 1d10 plus 1. 9. Your Hodag just, like, tears the throat out of one of those fodder guys, and he is dead. Good job, Hodag. Babbitt, you are up. You are at the doorway at the end of the hallway. Are you going to go in? Ow, what the hell? What's going on out there? (laughs) You hadn't... You hadn't... Like, you had gotten to the door, but you hadn't passed through it yet. So you're still in the hall. Yes. I just got got, uh, a bunch of shards into me. What the hell's going on out there? Well, it, it technically happened in a hallway you were still in. It's just a very long hallway. So that's... Yeah, so you could see it. <laughs> it's not really out there. It's in the place you are. Yes, I'm talking to them. Right. 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 Anyways, so you're you're at the door. What are you doing? Uh, talking to them, trying to find out what's going on. Royce magicked the rug into glass shards and hit everyone. There's... Yeah, but there's... We Three more guys, but we're taking high-level spells. What they said. There's three more guys. Where did they come from? Behind Royce. Um, yeah, from down the hallway. Okay, uh, open the open the door. Okay, open the door. It it's the hallway you remember. Okay, see, I thought I was at the, I thought I was at at the actual at the room. Sorry. No, sorry, you were running towards it, but you can only get so far in a round. Right. So you were you were going towards it. You were at the the doorway to that side hallway where all the like where you found the bedrooms and then the okay. office that led to that. Okay, I go then I go go to the, I go to the weird room. So you're gonna go towards the the office where Chad yeah. the the panic room. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, you make it to that door and it's locked. All right, you have uh, a choice right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you cannot pick it during combat using a "give me five minutes." You could try to pick it using a sweet move point. Uh huh. And by and and to do that, I will, I'm going to do that, and I am going to use a ball to just uh, knock the the uh, the doorknob right off. Which, according to movie rules, will unlock the door. I mean, you could have just picked it with a sweet move point, but I guess if you yes. want to use an actual sweet move to knock yes. it off with the the door and with the we we have to agree that it works, but I don't think anyone's going to vote against it. Nah, it works. Yeah, it works. Okay, yes. Technically, we didn't hear Bill vote, but I'm sure that he voted that it worked. Yes, it worked. <laughs> Okay. Is All right. It, it, Sorry. Anything in there? You're fine. All right. So it's the same office you remember. Yeah. It, but it, no, nobody, so nothing's in there. Nobody's in there. Okay. I run back. <laughs> okay. Well, we only right now you're still at the door, yep. like the the doorknob you broke off because that's as much as you, you you managed to get from door to door and break the knob in your turn. Okay. Yep. So you've you've seen inside the room, but you're still at that doorway. 
Mara is still running towards. Well, okay, it's yeah. Mara's turn now, so Mara has now passed into the little hallway, and can you can see Mara? If Mara's directly behind you in that side hallway now, because I'm presuming you left the door open to the main hall. Yes. Um. Well, it wasn't locked anyway. So that brings us to Royce. What is Royce gonna do? Royce is gonna heal himself. Seems they gotta pull out a D6. Alright, that's the healing is. Gotta keep going with so 1D6 plus the caster's level. Okay. He's gonna use a regular healing spell. Four plus. So he's gonna heal back some health. So he just used a regular healing spell to heal himself using a spell chuck. Oh, I gotta remember to. So he's down to that many. All right, Raz, you're up. You've got one fodder, injured fodder guy kind of tied to two dead guys mm -hmm. at the end of a rope. <laughs> and Royce is standing there. Um, is Royce in front of the fodder guy? He's kind of off to the side. Like, he got, like, because he stood back up but just, like, didn't like walk you know you've got a cable kind of strung across the room right now so he's to the left of your cable I would like to how far away is he from me ooh okay so let me take a look at the map for relative position here um So he's, you're like halfway, to, so he's, he's a good chunk away from you. Like, you could cross the distance if you ran at him, but he's, like, you're kind of in the middle of the hallway, and he's at the far end. But so are the other three fodder guys. So, like, your, your cable's kind of extended down most of the hallway, like halfway down the hall. Okay. Um... How far could I move in a turn? You can run about half of this hallway in a turn. So you could get to him. So I could theoretically run over to him and try to garrote him with the cable. Absolutely, you could try to do that. Are you going to do that as a regular attack or are you going to do that as a sweep move? do it as a sweet move if I ran against the wall. Yeah, it yeah, it's... Cool. That would be cool. <laughs> Alright. Using a sweet move point. Alright, does everybody agree that it works? Yes. Yep. I think it would work. Alright, I think it works too. So, what's your... Um, that's going to be a melee attack. So, what's your melee plus your level? Four. Alright, he's going to take four damage. Alright, now the remaining fodder guy 
who is you're running towards him though so while you use the the garrote that kind of slacked part of the line so he's free mm -hmm. no longer holding up two corpses he's <laughs> gonna take a shot at you and what's your sweetness plus level six he is gonna miss all right so bill we're back to you Okie dokie. Uh, gonna take another shot. Royce. Royce, okay. Yeah. So roll me your 1d10 plus your range plus your level. Nine. Alright, and I think that that should hit. Get a... Sorry, it's Mara's character sheet and Royce's character sheet are on the same document, so I've got to keep swapping spots. Um, so yeah, that hits. Okay. And so roll me your damage. 1d10 plus your guns. 12. 12, okay. And his... Five. Ooh, okay, he's still up. All right. And how it's your Hodag's turn. All right. We don't have anyone left, like, who's, uh... None of the fodder guys are left, There's one right? fodder... One fodder guy's left. One fodder guy's left. All right. Um... Hodag attacks the fodder guy. All right, so roll me 1d10 plus 2. 12. That hits. Roll me 1d10 plus 1 for the damage. 8. And he is dead. The Hodag just straight out murders that guy. Good job, Hodag. Weird stuff is happening with my document. Holy cow. Okay. So, all right. So, Babbitt, we're at you. You're looking at the empty office. I run back. All right. So... You run back, Mars kind of in your way, so you're back at kind of the entrance to the the hallway at the far end. Hmm. Mars, so what are you doing? I I want to save people. Right, I thought that's what we were doing. Yeah. They're not this way? I don't know. I don't know where they are. That was a weird room, so I decided to look there. Okay. But there's guards coming out of that room. Maybe they're okay. guarding something. Fine. All right, so Mara's going to start running back down the hallway the other way. <laughs> Royce is going to, in desperation, heal himself again. He is very close to death. So he did, like, no damage that last two rounds. Um, Raz, we're back at you. cable around his neck. <laughs> um. So yeah, are you still choking him? Yep. Alright, All right, so you're just going to choke him as a regular attack, I presume? Um. I was hoping to maybe try to get any kind of 
information out of him, but I don't think he's gonna talk at all. Oh. Might as well just choke him. Alright, so that's gonna be a melee attack, so roll me 1d10 plus your melee plus your level plus one. Eleven. You say eleven? Yep. Yeah, that hits. So you successfully attack, and so it's rolling damage. One d ten plus your uh, melee plus one. Ten. Can you say that again? You were kind of breaking up over Skype there. Ten. Ten. Okay. So he's gonna take some damage from that. Soak is. Seven. All right, he's he's mighty messed up. He's been so the only reason why he hasn't fallen is because he's healed himself twice and had decent enough rolls on that. Um, he's like only like three points. He's been like before he was like one point away from being knocked out. Like you had him at nineteen and he can take twenty. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. Um. Now he's at 17, so he can... Uh, Bill, you're up. Hey, buddy, before I give you a little bit more lead, I want you to know that you could just tell us where the prisoners are. That'd be cool. He spits in your direction. All right, I tried. Bang, bang. Oh, crap. What, you're going to shoot? Yeah. Why did you say, oh, crap? Because I rolled a one. Okay, what's your guns? Two. Your level is two. So five, so you miss. You break a vase that was behind him. And that vase would have been fine. It and the bullet two. bullet also the bullet also narrowly avoids Raz's arm because she's like trying to choke the guy. Sorry, boss. Okay. Your Hodag can go now. Hodag goes to bite his leg. Alright, so roll me the Hodag's attack. 1d10 plus 2. 9. That hits. Roll me damage. 1d10 plus 1. 11. <laughs> He's down. So yes! Hodak bites yes! into his leg. He's a main villain, so he's 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 just gonna be unconscious. But he is... Royce collapses to the ground, and just so so you're he's only kind of semi-vertical because Raz is kind of holding him up because of the the choking with the cable, mm-hmm. but he just slumps. Passed out. <laughs> you let him go? Yeah. Alright, so right now you've got a pile of corpses and you've got Royce unconscious in the middle of this hallway. You got anything to tie him up with? Mar pulls out some zip ties. I... Okay, sure, fine. She had zip ties earlier, too. I know. I've I've got questions, but not enough that I want to vocalize. Should we search them? 
Sure. Might as well. All right. You guys are going to search Royce. Royce has got nothing really. So he's got in his pockets, there's a key card that you don't know what it's to. Um, he is effectively like, as you can see, that he is like covered in rune tattoos where he's got stuff set up for about everything. Um, you find he is wearing a uh, bill. You find around his neck a small um, a pendant with a stone with a rune on it. Are you going to detect spooky? Yes, I am. This is, this is a very... This is a this is a magically charged item. This is doing something. Huh. Alright, I'm not sure what this is doing, but I'm taking it off of him. You're pretty sure if you could research it at home, you'd find out exactly what it is for. So you're going to take the pendant? Yep. Put it in your pocket? Gotta get a better look at it. I need to I need to be with my books to figure out what this is, though. Alright, cool. You take it. There's nothing else really useful on him. Huh. So. Oh, it's better than nothing, I guess. All right. You guys are standing in the hallway. You, there's, you know what door he came out of. And what door these guards came from. Were they the same door? Yes. Yes. All right. So you go through the doorway at the end of the hall. There is, it's, it goes into a short hallway. Um, this, this hallway is much shorter than the short hall, than the hallway at the other end. And there is uh, a door to the left and a door to the right. You do hear, so someone roll me a d10. Uh, Bill, roll me a d10. Just got it. Ten. All right. Well, that makes this easier. You hear sounds of a struggle through the door to the left. Door to the left. Something's going down. Kick down the door. As you kick down the door. Standing in the middle of the room with parts of a chair, of a broken chair, still kind of tied to her arms, is NK, who is, looks, looks like she's been beat up, but is kind of breathing heavily. And there are four guards dead on the ground with parts of a chair embedded in them. Holy crap, are you okay? I, um, been better. She's just sort of panting and, like, breathing very heavily. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go right. and, like, un- undo the chair from her. <laughs> yeah, it's like, there's just, like, literally, like, part of a chair leg tied to each leg, and, like, the arms are, like, splintered and parts on her, like, tied to her wrists. Yeah, I'm like gonna she was... untie the bit yeah. off of her. <laughs> Just so she doesn't oh. get splinters in herself. 
So we need to get, we 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 need to get out of here now. What, 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 where where's Kel? Also Barrow. Bar- Barrow and Kel they so they got approached at the party by someone with a job for the fixer. And they couldn't break cover. And so they they, they left. And they're just great. They're just going to he like it's something about South America. But South Hermansia? Oh my gosh. Yeah, sorry. South Hermansia. Sorry. I forgot my own confident <laughs> name. South Hermansia. South Hermansia. Thank you. Hermansia. South Hermansia. Something about it taking a month. Oh. But I heard these I the the they were calling for backup. Yeah, we gotta get out of here then. Yeah, let's get you out. Yeah, it's I mean she's free. She broke herself out of the chair. It's Royce recognized me and had me I had to pretend I didn't know him. How did you guys know I was here? We got a message. Someone hacked into our phones. We just assumed Kel did it. it probably. Okay. Let's run. You guys? Yes, we run. Yeah. Yes, all right. we are running. So Mara, NK, and all of y'all start running out. The, I'm assuming he's going out the front door. Yep. yep. Shortest way to yep, the Yep, screw it. All right. I so, assume that, uh, that fence really gives us a boost. Yeah, as you hit the wall, it launches you forward. Actually, wait, I, I forgot. The, wall, the, the whole place turned red before. Um, as you approach the wall... You're bounced back in. Ah. NK and Mara make it through. Everybody roll me a D10. This is an easier roll this time. I rolled a one, so I'm trying again. Alright. Well, Babbitt, what's your roll? Six. You're through. Phil? I also rolled a one. Alright. Phil and Raz, give me re-rolls. Seven. Eight. You're, you're both through. Yeah, this would have been a more dramatic thing if you hadn't, like, killed all the people in the house already. Because <laughs> um, the spell reversed, but, uh, like, I was going to let you go through, and I was like, no, technically I decided the spell reversed when the thing turned red, and so it was to keep you in, but you, you made it through. Um, his reroll was... the spell continues while Roy is unconscious. Well, it's a ward. Yeah. Wards work... Yeah, no. It's yeah. once a ward is charged, it's charged. He has to do something active to change it, but it keeps working. It keeps working even after the, even if you killed the spellcaster, it keeps working. Um, he just he had to re-roll the score because he reversed it, and that's when the place turned red. And so I had to recast the the ward. Um, stuff seven. So as you guys scramble back to the car. You see behind you towards the house about six helicopters approaching the house. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. They're looking it for the car. All right, you make it to the car. I'm assuming everyone's climbing inside. Babbitt, yep. I'm gonna, Babbitt, I'm gonna need you to make uh, four rolls for me. Okay, I got a three. That's with your plus two. Yep. Okay. 
and then an eight. Okay, that's good. A seven. Okay. And an eight. All right, so you peeling out of there. Um, I'm sorry, you're turning your headlights on, or are you keeping them off? Um, turning them on, yeah. Okay, so you do manage to uh, hit a tree at one point, peeling through, um, and I've got to make a call here, uh, but uh, you don't do enough damage to, like, slow down the car, but you do right mess up that fender, and the bumper's kind of hanging off, um, and you peel out of there at full speed, um, and you successfully escape. You pull in about 20 minutes later back into the Stormwood garage. And uh, you make it back to the offices and everyone's kind of exhausted and tired. And uh, yeah, Bill, do you want to... Bill, I just want to, as an epilogue here, Bill, you want to research that uh, uh, that pendant? Hell yeah, I do. All right. This is a warded pendant. It has a very specific ward on it, and it is what, in the game rules, is called plot armor. Oh. Any character wearing this rune, they don't get the plus one bonuses of the main character, but they get the unkillable bonus of the main character, where if you hit max damage, you will just become unconscious. Oh. Whatever character is wearing this, be it you, if you give it to someone else, don't bother giving it to Raz, because Raz just naturally has this trait. But you can mark in your inventory that you have a... uh, uh, this this pendant which offers plot armor. Does that mean our buddy Royce is A-OK then? Oh, he's still alive. Okay. He, he was wearing it when you hit him. He's still unconscious. Yeah, he technically right. did not have the main villain. We're going to count it as a main villain for leveling up purposes, but he did not have the bonus. He just was wearing this. Gotcha. Alright, well that's... Yikes. This might be useful later. Hopefully. Gonna set you aside for right now. And that, my friends, is uh, the completion of the episode. Hooray! All right. Kel's gonna be gone for a while. My name is Trey Dorn, and I was your Game Master for this session. Joining me, as always, was Kyle Johnson as Babbitt, Nick Izumi as Bill, and Gen Proc as Raz Stormwood. Stormwood and Associates is a production of Nerd and Tie. You can find more information at nerdandtie.com slash stormwood. You can also find us on social media at Nerd and Tie on Twitter, nerdandtie.tumblr.com, and facebook.com slash nerdandtie. This podcast can be subscribed to on anywhere that major podcasts are found, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and uh, quite a few other places, and anywhere that takes an RSS feed. 
as well. To be continued. Hey, while you're still here, let me tell you about another podcast on the Nerd and Tie Network. And that's Let's Be Legendary. Let's Be Legendary, the Fey Wild West, is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play game. So, an actual play game like this one, but like, you know, in a system people actually use in the real world. Set in a homebrew Wild West steampunk world, uh, the Fey Wild West follows two people discovering what it means to be in a relationship, all the while seeking revenge and learning the truth of their pasts. Let's Be Legendary podcast is an LGBTQ plus podcast with both main and minor characters, as well as players falling under the queer blanket. A heavy RP game with a focus on story and characters. And you can hear it every week here on the Nerd and Tie Network. And you can find all of their subscription information and links at nerdandtie.com slash legendary. <laughs> 